0: KTSA News Flash. A new COVID-19 antibody therapy will be distributed across Texas as early as next week. Bamlanivimab just got emergency approval from the FDA a few days ago, and Governor Greg Abbott says the monoclonal antibody treatment for COVID-19 will be distributed across Texas as early as next week. The weekly shipments of doses have been provided to the state at no cost through the US Department of Health and Human Services. Areas of distribution of Bamlanivimab will be determined based on three criteria: new confirmed cases of COVID 19 in the community and the number of hospitalizations elizabeth ruiz ktsa news with vote counting and legal challenges still unfolding across the country politicians and political scientists are already doing a deep dive into last week's election numbers including texas which President Trump easily won last week. That said, the state's Democrats think the tide is turning. Fort Worth's Tarrant County hasn't supported a Democratic presidential candidate since 1964. Vote for President Johnson on November 3rd. When Texan LBJ was running, Joe Biden has just broken that red streak. I think a lot of people are seeing Tarrant County as kind of a bellwether for understanding what's going on in Texas politics. Texas Christian University political science professor Jim Riddlesberger says both parties would do well to study the numbers. Jim Ryan, ABC News in Dallas, Fort Worth. $29 million worth of methamphetamine has been found by deputies and DEA agents inside a home in northeastern Bear County. None of the agents there could recall even seeing a conversion lab since 2015 and uh, certainly not one of this size and scope. Bear County Sheriff Javier Salazar says the chemicals used to convert the meth from liquid form to crystal could have blown up the house and those around it was discovered last night after a traffic stop, and the sheriff is asking anyone with information to contact his office. A former Texas Tennis Academy president deemed one of the more culpable people in the college admissions cheating scheme was sentenced Friday to three months in prison. Martin Fox had pleaded guilty to racketeering conspiracy and told the judge he was ashamed of his role as the middleman in the college admissions cheating scheme. He funneled thousands of dollars in bribes from mastermind Rick Singer to proctors who inflated test scores and coaches who admitted students as fake athletic recruits. The judge called Fox one of the more culpable people in the scheme toward the top of the food chain. Fox said he did it for the money, $245,000. According to court records, he must serve three months, followed by three months home confinement. Aaron Katursky, ABC News, New York. Four former top aides of Texas Attorney General Ken Paxson are suing him on retaliation claims. The four claim Paxton fired them after they raised concerns about his relationship with the donor and whether he was getting the office too involved in the donor's legal matters. They're accusing him of violating the Texas Whistleblower Act, saying he had his new chief deputy interrogate them without a witness. Paxton has said the complaints are from rogue employees. The four are hoping to get their jobs back, plus other damages. Hackers may have gotten access to Texas driver's license data. Verde4 says the... A potential data breach happened between March and August and involved information for licenses issued before February 2019. The exposed information includes names, birthdays, addresses, and vehicle information. No social security numbers or financial information was revealed. An employee accidentally saved three data files and an accessible storage drive, allowing for potential hacking. San Antonio police saying a homeless man died. While he was sleeping under a north side bridge. It was on the access road of Loop 410 in Vance Jackson. 24-year-old Christian Cazares was driving on the eastbound lane. He was going too fast and couldn't make the left turn he was attempting. He jumped the curb and hit a concrete barrier under the bridge. Behind that barrier, a sleeping homeless man. He was run over by the car and dragged a few feet before the vehicle came to a stop. The car was damaged in the crash and Cazares walked to a nearby restaurant. Police arrived, found the homeless man had died at the scene, and they were able to locate Cazares. He's been charged with intoxication manslaughter. Don Morgan, KTSA News. San Antonio Mayor Ron Nuremberg made a surprise virtual appearance from his home during the COVID-19 briefing last night. Donning a Santa hat, the mayor had a brief ceremony to light up the Riverwalk. Three, two, one. Happy holidays, San Antonio. And don't forget, mask up this season. Back to the studio. Uh, the Riverwalk Christmas lights usually are not turned on until the day after Thanksgiving, but the mayor said we could use a little holiday cheer right now. A Corpus Christi city council meeting be- uh, came to a brief halt when the F-bomb was dropped by a staff member attending the meeting remotely. Corpus Christi city manager Peter Zanoni was talking about COVID-19 Tuesday when a man's voice hurled the F-word at him over the loudspeaker. Um, you know that COVID-19 has dramatically changed. Oh, our- you, Peter. Y'all, please watch your microphones. Y'all need to mute your microphones. I don't know who that was, but we we heard that. Chris TV reports that Joseph Johnson, Assistant Director of Parks and Beach Operations, was responsible for the outburst. He has resigned. The Spurs now have a uh, Fiesta-themed alternate jersey. San Antonio revealed the Nike City Edition uniform today, uh, which is inspired by the team's former warm-up wear featuring old-school San Antonio lettering and teal, pink, and orange stripes in the front. There is also a travel design on the jersey tag pattern. Fans will be able to start buying the jerseys December 3rd. KTSA Money News. The stock market finished the week on a high note as the S&P 500 hit an all-time high. Investors shrugged off record coronavirus cases today and focused on stronger-than-expected earnings from Disney and Cisco, with the S&P closing at a record high stocks were up and down this week on the combination of Pfizer's vaccine announcement and the latest pandemic wave. The Dow gained 399 points to 29,479. The Nasdaq up 119 points to 11,829. And the S&P advanced 48 points to 3585. Jason Brooks, CBS News. KTSA AccuWeather. Increasing clouds tonight, low 65 in the Hill Country to 70 along the Riverwalk. Clouds and sunshine Saturday, high 86. Sunday, less humid. Clouds will break for sunshine, a high 75. Monday, high 75. This is Andy Robb with your KTSA Stevens Roofing AccuWeather forecast. I'm Dennis Foldy. Get news around the clock at 5.50 KTSA and FM 1071. Get news anytime online at KTSA.com.